Greetings and welcome to our fourth session in the Masterclass series. It is a hope that you are ready to continue your preparation for the future. Today, I want you to be still in these moments as you absorb that which is being distilled into your spirit. This is an investment that is justifiable which will save you from ignorance in the future. Life is too short to only exist and not live. That is why we are here. This space has been curated for the purpose of sharing relationship direction, investment guidance, and financial redirection. We will be keeping it relevant, relatable, and real as you activate your feminine energy and beauty in preparing yourself to be an inspiration to the life of a king. By design, we will be navigating through the process of edification, elevation, encouragement, entertainment, empowerment, and emancipation under the guidance of your favorite orator and rhetorician, Kareem Ainsley, the wife lifestyle strategist. In this episode, we will be covering the older woman should teach the younger woman if there is no man. Once again, thanks for tuning in on the Kareem Ainsley podcast channel. Enjoy as we traverse through the encounter. In our last discourse, we discussed concerning matters of the seven qualities of a wife. Our eighth item was our bonus which indicates to us a wife should be able to satisfy the requirements as outlined in Titus 2 verses 4 and 5. The passage reads that they may teach the young woman to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chastened, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husband, that the word of God be not blasphemed. The key points that we should note are as followed. The wife should love their husband. The wife should love their children. They should be sensible. They should be pure. They should be workers at home. And yes, though we may think it should go without saying, the wife should be kind. And finally, be subject to her own husband. A great majority of females are incapable of controlling their emotions, are not in a mentally stable space in their existence to realize a man when she sees him. As such, she acts irrationally and erotically. Her mind is so confused that she thinks in that state she is a woman. However, she is but just a female. Our females have been so conditioned with the normative conformity 
that they allow themselves to step complicitly in the mentality of a victim. This state makes them incapable of realizing that they are their greatest oppressors. The system has oppressed them so much, placing them at a disadvantage, then gaslighting them, allowing the pre-programmed self-sabotage that was psychologically implanted or placed with the rhetorics of propaganda to override their better judgment to activate them in oppressing their own selves, then blaming it on the wrong entity, not realizing that it was both by systemic and a systematic design. A man's legacy is connected to the type of woman he has on his arm. A dynasty can only be built with a wise woman on the arm of a man. A female who has nothing to lose is dangerous to a man as she will help him to lose everything without recourse. To get the man you need, your appetite has to be changed, your palate has to be sanctified. A lot of females want weddings, however, it is women who want marriage. Yes, we understand that there are some women who desire not to engage in marriage. That does not negate the fact that per adventure, they are fully equipped to make the transition from a woman into a wife. And as such, we have to extend our respect to those women. The older woman must teach the younger woman. In many ways, our society's norms and values are quite different from those in the Bible, particular in regards to the roles and responsibilities of women. The society has intentionally removed women from their natural design, for what purpose you may ask, to suit their own hidden agenda. In Titus, we see where Paul mentions several lessons the older women were to teach the younger women, and indeed, that is what we will be considering today. Because we don't want the word of God to be dishonored. Before we proceed, I want you to remember something. Females are not in a position to teach other women. You cannot give what it is that you are lacking. You must first have before you can give, as what you are giving is from another, and we all know what we call that. As we move ahead with expediency, under the caption, the older woman must teach the young woman. Number 1. The older woman must teach the young woman to love their husband. Is it not interesting that our young women have to be taught how to love their husband? Indeed it is. 
because they will be experiencing a different type of love from which they would have experienced prior to their marriage relationship. This means that the same time a female invests in school should also be invested in preparing for their husband. In our society, this is not the case, and it is not followed, hence the repercussion of ignorance are faced. Surely a wife loves her husband when she gets married, especially if she gets married under covenant and not contract. However, the maintenance and development of the love interaction with the passing of time takes time because these are two distinguishable individuals coming together in unification, in oneness. And as such, they need time for the merger to be seamless. Many marriages fall apart because the oneness crumble as the parties were not operating in their natural design. This is one of the biggest investments that a woman will make. This is one of the biggest investments that a woman will make. It is bigger than buying a property, a house, a car, luxury items, etc. This is preparation for legacy. It is such an esteemed position that care and preparation are essential. Isaiah 4 and verse 6 indicates to us as the passage reads, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. I know that many of you are not yet able to wrap your minds about the expense incurred due to ignorance. Knowledge costs, yes. However, ignorance is more expensive because when you have made the mistake that you could have prevented yourself from making had you had the knowledge prior to entering the situation, you would have been in a better position. It's just like a remedial action. When you're in a bad situation, to get you out costs more than to get you in. And that there is a price that has to be paid. And as such, we don't want you to have to pay the expense of ignorance. Hence, we distill the knowledge of truth freely. It is the duty of the wife, the older woman, to teach and encourage the younger woman to continue to love their husband, even when it is difficult, even when he is not all that he should be, and even when her friends are mocking and disparaging her husband, as well as their own. If you are not equipped with the correct mentality, you will find yourself in a position in which you destroy your relationship from the inside based on unmerited external influences. 
as a young wife or even a wife, you will need to be guided and when you have matured in your role, so too should you reciprocate the good guidance you would have received. And this is crucial if we are going to keep our families together and have our network of wives supporting wives so that the husbands can look good. And in turn, the wife indeed will be an example to society. Number 2. The older woman should teach the younger woman to love their children. And you may be saying to yourself, this should be natural, this should be innate. Shouldn't a woman naturally love children? Though that may be the natural design, not all individuals operate in their natural design. Most women who have children will honestly say that they love their children, they love their child. But the fact that the older woman were to teach the young woman to love their children implies that Paul, under the Holy Spirit, has a certain type of love in mind. It is a love that trains a child in the way they should go and indeed prepares them so that when they get old, the knowledge would have been imparted so they can always revert to the recess of their mind. This is not the love likeness that is misguided to the point that it spoils the child. When he wrote to the brethren in Thessalonica, he used the love a mother has and shows towards her children, her child, to illustrate his concern for them. But we prove to be gentle among you, as a nursing mother tenderly caring for her own children. 1 Thessalonians 2 and verse 7 Bearing and nurturing children as a wife will be a new experience and each will come with its own set of specific developmental opportunities. As such, a support system is necessary to ensure that the experience of others are maximized to circumvent the challenges of the unfavorable. This type of personal nurturing affection and attention is what the older woman were to teach the young woman to practice. The young woman must be taught to avoid the characteristics of the ostrich who abandons and neglects her young and treat them as if they were not hers because she is too concerned with other matters that she believes to be more important. After the husband, the children are the next important human beings, not their career, not their friends not their family, but the children. And this is by divine design. So it is important and critical that the wives understand her priority. Your children are your priority because you are now stewards of them. 
and your stewardship will come under scrutiny based on how you instilled the attributes required upon them. What will your stewardship say about you in relation to how you handled your children? Number 3. The older woman should teach the younger woman to be sensible. The word sensible means to be self-controlled or sober in mind, which means that you are not going to be taking things which can cloud or impair your judgment, especially as it relates to critical thinking. Young women, like anyone else, can be led into sin and forsake their God-given responsibilities when they fail to be self-controlled or sober-minded. These women need to be guarded and be guarding every avenue of their souls as there are praise around waiting to devour them, waiting to induce the situations to cause them to stumble, waiting for them to fall waiting an opportunity to take away their glory, the glory that God has given to them. And as such, we have to protect our women, but the woman also has a responsibility to safeguard her mind, to ensure that she is sober at all times. In Paul's writing, which can be found in 2 Timothy 3 and verse 6, it states to us, for of this sword are they which creepeth into the house, and led captivity silly woman's laden with sins, led away with diverse loss. We are seeing here that there are those who would enter into the household and captivate weak women weighed down with sin, and lead them on by various impulses which are behaviors on becoming. And this does not only speaks to behavior of sexual immorality, it also speaks to behavior which are unbecoming of a wife, in that your friends may speak negatively about your husband, which is unacceptable. You may still associate with friends who are single, which are not in a position to give you guidance and even to drive your moral compass, and that there is a conflict of interest. You should be the one guiding your single friends and not your single friends imposing their guidance upon you, and if the tables are turned, that there can be a calamity. 1 Peter 5 and verse 8 reminds us, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. So yes, though we're speaking of women, it is not only women who need to be sober-minded, but all who profess to be believers in the will of Christ. And if you love me, keep my commandment, keep my instruction, follow my directive. This is an area in which the older woman must teach the younger woman to exercise control over their actions, their thoughts, and emotion, 
so that they will not become easy targets for the devil. And yes, we know there are some persons out there whose intentions are to deceive you, to instill fear in you, to cause you to be triggered, to emotionally devastate you. As a woman, you need to be under control. You need to be sober-minded, to have the spirit of discernment, to realize that this is an, on you, on your family, and on your legacy. And you will not heed, neither will you surrender. Number four, the older woman should teach the younger woman to be pure. This word here means to be chastened or modest. This involves a chaste and respectful behavior that is seen in 1 Peter 3 and verse 2, by which she is trying to bring glory to God and not herself. Because a woman has to put away herself and selfish desire because she is serving her maker, she is serving her king, she is in the esteemed portfolio and capacity of a wife. Immodesty in dress can be an area of focus because this is a common area in which women fail to live up to God's standard of modesty, especially in today's society in which our females have been sexualized, sensualized, and even objectified. Them feeling comfortable with this practice have also seeped its way into the kingdom of God. But in the kingdom of God, that will not be allowed. 1 Timothy 2 verse 9 and 10 and 1 Peter 3 and verse 3, it can be stated that, Likewise, I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing, modestly and discreetly not with braided hairs. What? Not with braided hairs and gold or pearls of costly garments, but rather by means of good works, as is proper for women making a claim of godliness. So the woman has to walk the walk and talk the talk. So her attire needs to be modest. It needs to be representative of the character of God, the glory of God, which means that she's going to dress well. But she's not going to be scantily attired because she is not a merchandise on sale. Remember, the virtuous woman is priceless. The wife is priceless. Hence, she is not for sale. Though what she may wear may be at a premium, she herself is not for sale. She would adorn herself not externally only, but also her character. Her character would exude the glory of God because she is an ambassador and she is representing the kingdom of heaven and glory. It is common for the worldly women to judge themselves and others based upon the clothes that they wear. But the older woman must teach the young woman that expensive, fancy, and revealing clothing, they are not important. Instead, they must teach the young woman to focus on developing 
the hidden person of the heart, developing that which is most important. They must develop the imperishable qualities of gentleness and a quietness in the spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. More details can be found in 1 Peter 3 and verse 4. We are not saying that our wives should look like a, a tornado has just passed them or a tsunami has overtaken them or a hurricane has passed through their neighborhood. We are saying that there are occasions where she will be fancy, however, that is not her main duty. Her role spans further than that. And she identifies her roles, she is operating in alignment with her responsibility, hence she will not divert any unnecessary attention to things which are trivial. Modesty, as we will uncover, is holistic and it does not only represent the physical covering, it also refers to that which goes inside the woman and also that which comes out of her. It speaks to the quality of her consumption, not necessarily the quantity. In time, we will discuss this further. Number 5. The older woman should teach the younger woman to be workers at home. The question of whether or not a wife should be working outside the home is debatable depend on the cultural dynamics and the sphere of how you have been trained. However, whether she is working outside the home, she has a responsibility to her household. And as such, she needs to operate under that authority. She should be caring for her family, her husband. She should be ensuring that things are in line for him. She should be also considering her children. And if she has a house staff, she also has to be responsible for them and the service that is rendered to her family. We must remember that no matter the educational aptitude of the woman, no matter how far she has climbed on the intellectual ladder, no matter the family that she is derived from, she needs to be domesticated. She needs to have an idea of how to run and manage a household. However, she cannot be restricted to just being a housewife, providing that there are other pursuits which are in alignment with the family. Because if we remember and recall clearly, the Proverbs 31 woman, she was a businesswoman. She was also wise in that she was an investor. She was a community outreach personnel. She was a coordinator. She brought glory to her husband. She was engaged in trade. But guess what? She also honored her duty in the household. So a woman can do all of this, however, she still has her core responsibility in the household. And as such, she will not be idle. She will do that which she must to ensure that her family and her household is taken care of, is provided for. She will make clothing if necessary, make purchases, buying groceries, 
to ensure that meals can be prepared and helping those in need in the community. The older woman must teach the young woman about these domesticated responsibility. It is not to belittle them but it is to elevate them, to help them to ensure that their marriage union works with as little friction as possible. Number 6. Older women must teach the younger woman to be kind. Yes, you may be wondering why should a woman have to be taught how to be kind? Many of our women in today's modern society and even back in the historical accounts were under oppressive and abusive dynasty, kingdoms, rulers. However, kindness has been misplaced in today's modern 21st century society. Our females have been so hurt that they are confused. They are in states of remorse, regret from their past relationship, their past experiences. And yes, they can be even unkind not only to their husbands but also to themselves. But during the process of restoration and healing from those brokenness, kindness needs to be a part of the woman. Remember, the woman who is a wife needs to have the fruit, which is the fruit of the spirit. And kindness is a part of that. So yes, kindness is very important. But we have to address the situation as it is. Kindness involves showing love and doing good towards others. When Paul discussed the care of certain widows, he described the character of one who would be worthy of help. Having a reputation for good work, if she has shown hospitality to stranger, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has assisted those in distress, if she had devoted herself to every good work, which can be found in 1 Timothy 5 and verse 10. And these are just some examples of kindness being expressed. So yes, the woman, the wife, who young or old, needs to be displaying kindness. This display of kindness will allow kindness to grow, not only for her family, but to spread towards the community. And these acts of kindness will aid in the healing process of other women. Humility needs to be involved in the expression of kindness because we have to regard others as being important and we should treat them with a level of importance as how we would treat ourselves. So our personal interests will need to be laid aside as we operate under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. More details can be found in Philippians 2 verses 3 and 4. Number 7. The older woman should teach the younger woman to be subject to their own husband. Or in other words, be submissive to your own husband. We have discussed this area in length in Season 1, Episode 1, when we spoke about submission, submit and sub. We also made mention of it in Season 1, Episode 2, where we spoke about male or man. Depending on which you choose, it will determine 
the direction of your trajectory. Then we delved a little further as we spoke about marriage in Season 1, Episode 4. This idea of submission is also scattered throughout our episodes. So, for those who have been operating in sequence, we are all on the same page. For the others, this is in essence a recap. Though the thought of subjection of a woman to her own husband is ridiculous and attacked by many in our society, this is what is required of God. Women are taught by our society that there is no such thing as different roles for men and women, despite the fact that the scripture distinguishes the roles of a husband and a wife which can be found in Ephesians 5 verse 22 through 25. Many believe that a woman can be the head of a household over a man, even though the scripture teaches us that she must be submissive to him. She must submit to him, which can be found in Colossians 3 and verse 18. It is the older woman who must teach the young woman to submit to their husband as it's found in 1 Peter 3 and verse 1. They should be respected. They should respect them, which means they should follow Ephesians 5 and verse 33 and fulfill the role of a helper suitable for him, which is found in Genesis 2 and verse 18. So the woman's role is so vast and diverse. Though they are equal beings, they are equal in purpose, but they have different function. What the woman can do, the man is not necessarily allowed to do, but they can work together to accomplish more on either side Submission does not mean lack of love. Submission means total devotion to the will of God because the man has to be submitted under God in order to be the head. And if he submitted to God, then the woman is in a position where she can submit to him. And if she is submitted to him, then the children are in a safe space in which they can follow the direction and instructions of their parent, knowing well sure that they will not lead them down the path of destruction or damnation. So submission as the world presented is evil, but submission as God presents it is a gift, is a blessing. Because when you're under authority, especially as a woman, your burdens are lifted. You have given up the responsibility and placed it under the authority of whom you are submitted. But the world does not want you to understand that because they want to put you under their authority. But I submit to you, choose to make God Lord of all, or inadvertently he won't be Lord at all. Those who are in the esteemed category of older women have a serious responsibility. The younger women are not going to learn these lessons from society, as a society has no interest in their survival, but only have interest in their exploitation. They will not learn this information from their peers, because many of their peers are ingrained in the culture. They are tethered to the things of this world and as such cannot give them spiritual guidance. Or from the modern books on marriages which were written by secular authors who have shady track record or none at all. Look at it. 
they are telling you how to be successful in an institution which they have missed the mark because they have no idea of its foundation. Even books on parenting and womanhood, these are deceptive, especially when written outside the natural design and under the authority and the inspiration of God. As a man, I can teach select individuals. However, there are other women who can reach other women where I cannot. For this reason, it is important that these messages are shared before it is too late. God wants the young woman to learn and develop these qualities as to be forewarned is to be foreharmed. Thanks for sharing this encounter with us. It is the hope that your eyes have been opened to the authentic truth. As a woman, love yourself enough to do that which is right and righteous. Be the wife you were meant to be. Unleash the queen within. Until next time, signing out is Kareem Ainsley. Loved by women. Respected by men. Peace. Love. Respect. Congratulations, you have made it to the end of this session. If the information added any value to you or your life, please continue to listen, like, share, comment, subscribe, and ensure that you have your notifications turned on so you will be in the know on every occasion of a new release. If you'd like to make communication with me for advice, guidance, counseling, or just to request that our team will make themselves available to serve you and or your team on occasions in which there is an event that this type of truth needs to be uttered, you can do so by sending us an email at kareemainsley at gmail.com. Don't forget that you can leave voice messages for me using the Anchor platform, which I will most definitely be intrigued to listen. If that is more convenient, you can do so. Leave your questions, comments, and or concerns, and we'll reach out to you to address the matter and on occasions insert the question in our series to aid others who were not as brave to step forward. To receive materials prepared by your orator, Kareem Ainsley, visit the Amazon store or just search for Kareem Ainsley in the Amazon search bar and you will be closer than you think. For autographed copies or special requests such as discounts, etc., send us an email for us to process the request. To support the ministry, you can do so by direct transfer of your gifts via our Zelle account at ainsleyk at andrews.edu. That is A-I-N-S-L-E-Y-K at andrews.edu. You can also submit your contributions by PayPal at paypal.me forward slash Kareem Ains. That is PayPal.me forward slash A-A-R-E-E-M-A-I-N-S. You can also elect to be a monthly subscriber to our channel to support the ministry. Kareem Ainsley Podcast channel 
has been freely distributed on all major platforms, so you can listen to all our contents for free. This was made possible by the generous support from all our valuable listeners and supporters. If you are not yet a part of the family, please consider joining so we can reach more females. Because when we are done, females will be transformed into women and women transformed into princesses. And our princesses will become queens adequately prepared to meet their kings. It is our objective to ensure that you are ready for opportunity, so when it comes, you are in a position to embrace it. Links and information can be found in the description. Thanks for being a part of the Karim Ainsley family. You are going to be ready for opportunity, so when it comes upon you, you are able to discern it. You will not get your date with destiny if you are married to history. Be the wife you were meant to be. Unleash the queen within. This is Karim Ainsley. We love you. Be blessed and see you in the next session.